This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. This document is responding to some of the questions we have received. We are saying before Lobola negotiation, when it gets serious now, you must check. You say, wait a minute and check. That is why through the process of dating and all that, you must have a session where you say, I'm going to have a pre-marital session where we'll ask questions that will matter, questions of uh, compatibility and so on. Number one, friendship. Do you enjoy being together? Sure. Do you enjoy or endure? Enjoy talk. Are you say Do you enjoy or endure? You know, I'm wondering about couples where the other man is smoking, the other one is not smoking. You smell like an ashtray, it's you. So I wonder how do they cope and equally yoked. You know, this one is drinking. You know, when you are supposed to be intimate, bah. <laughs> you know. So, friendship together. Do you enjoy being together? Do, do, can you tolerate his habit? But more, can you welcome his habits? Ne? Apart from romantic feelings, do you have a solid foundation of friendship? This is very important. Our friendship with my wife was solid. It was not based on something fleeting. You know, we, we knew each other in ministry. And in ministry, you cannot pretend. Or at least we cannot pretend. Like, no, oh, this woman loves the Lord. This woman is. Even when she was at college, when I called, I said, no, Sister Geneva is at SCM. And they will call her, Sister Geneva, phone call. You know, I'll, I'll drive to, I'll ride to Tabanchu town to go and call her. Those days was no more as a bliss. And they will call, hey, before, before the cell phones and later on, uh, Motorola came with that aerial. <laughs> you want, you know. You seek for the signal, you know. So a solid foundation. Are there activities and interests that draw you together? It must not only be about salvation. It's not, not only about Jesus. Yes, you love Jesus together, but can you tolerate each other? Yes, you love Jesus together, but can you have outing together where you are going to play or you are going to do something? Yes, you are together in this, but do you have something in common that you can share? It's not about coming to church only. There are a lot of things that you must observe. Number two, communication. Have you grown in your ability to hear and understand each other? hear and understand each other. Some people have a hearing problem. They, 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 they don't do what they are supposed to. They, they, they listen to you, but they don't hear you. Listen, but they don't hear you. That is why a person will keep repeating the same mistake. Now, if he's repeating the same mistake while you are dating, now when you are with him or her, Guess what? So communication is key. That is why we need to talk and talk and talk. Ne? Three, fellowship. Do you talk about spiritual things? Do you pray together? Do you love God more today as a result of your relationship? Guys, when I got involved with my wife, I felt I'm next to heaven. Yes, I loved God more. Those years, we used to write each other letters, writing pets, you know, with footprints. I still have those letters. Yeah, sharing verses. Oh, Jesus is Lord. Oh, when, when, when is the next crusade? When, you know, I felt being closer to God. 
a relationship must change you. For the better, yes, for the better. Talking about spiritual things, you know there are relationships where people, they don't talk about spiritual things. Just mnandere, mnatefela. The God who made you to meet, you must talk more about him. The kingdom and God will add. And this is what we used to enjoy doing. Yo, this is key behind Romance Maroma. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) Are you growing in your romantic desire for each other? A person must desire to be with you. It's not about verses. Oh, oh, Jesus said, oh, Matthew 6.10, oh, you know. You, you must desire to talk about romantic things. What can I buy for you? Do, you? do you need flowers? And when you are in this zone, you grow to know your person's love language. What makes her tick? Love language. That's how you, you grow into love. You know, love language is in terms of deeds, action, in terms of gifts, in terms of touch, in terms of talking, in terms of appreciation. What makes her tick? I know when we started with my wife, you buy flowers? No. If you are driving, there is a flower shop this side and there is Nando this side. You say, wife, what should I buy? Hey, I like the flowers. Say, hey, Nando's. love language but you grow into your love language into other love languages yes you grow now you say no I want a gift I want this I want this that I can appreciate so romance is key are you affection are your affections increasing if not why not hmm? so this is key are your affections increasing how will you see that they are increasing? Hmm? <laughs> how will you see that your affections are increasing? Young person who's dating, who's ready and waiting, how will you see that affections are increasing? And if, if, if a man is slow, all right, my relationship here, where is it taking us to? You must know where the affections are increasing. Where, 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 where are we going with this relationship? You have courted with a person for two years, for three years. You ask this million dollar question. Where are we going with this relationship? Hmm? We should wake up. Wake up. Dad. Smell the cheese. Wake up. Hmm? I'm telling you, women don't want to have an everlasting dating experience, fella. Ongoing, they want they want to settle. They want they they are they are wired for this thing called security. Am I secure? Am I safe around this person? And therefore, when you delay, they will ask you, where are we going with this relationship? I think I think this is what. Uh, Letabo asked Tuso, hey, Tuso man, where are we going with this? No. So, hey, no, kiabereka, kisa seiva. Hmm? You know, when you are ready, there are certain things that you can circumvent. Hmm? Because you are waking, you are ready. You are ready. You, you talk to the parents of your lady and then if they are understanding you can bring Lobola to the installment. I'm telling you. During lockdown when my son got married, you know how my son got married? Because it was lockdown level three or four, it was difficult to take Lobola. And then he said, Dad, I'm ready. My affections are growing. 
I'm not going to wait for, for this level one. <laughs> um, you know what we did? We had to negotiate Lobola via Zoom. Zoom. Others were in Kimbali, others Soshanguve, others Mavupan, we see. Okay, now they give us a feedback because we are not their parents. But we have laid the foundation to say, but let's agree. When we negotiate Lobola, it's just the trick is, but we have agreed already. This is so many thousand. And we are not going to give you hard cash. We will just F transfer EFT. It was that Lobola negotiation took about 30 minutes. It was done. We save on phones, we save on what? They say, send a proof of payment. A proof of payment was sent. And then they said, send a proof that you have received the money. They wrote the letter quickly, signed it, it was sent there. They said, they, what about the gifts? In our tradition, we must give each other's gifts. They said, no, we'll courier the gifts. So culture must work for you. If it does not work for you, decide to be against it. As long as, long as it's not sin, just pursue that which will work for you. You can't be growing in affection and be delayed by cultural expectations. And that is why, that is why after parents met and they know, we can say, come during the service, before we take offering or something, you come here, Ralinyadisa, is done. When you are ready, you'll make your own full-blown, you know, celebration. Yeah, you'll have... This, was this your perfect wedding? <laughs> huh? what, what matters is what you have agreed to do. During our days, Muruti, 30 years ago, we married in a brown tent. No, so, no snuggy stretch tent. Up there, it's written, Mazibugo Funerals. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. And people predicted, but you know, people read signs, they see the devil behind everything. But here we are. So we are seeing stretch tent or no stretch tent, venue or no venue. Nowadays, they want venues, and these venues are expenses, 50, 60,000. Why do you want a venue when you have a nice venue here? Hmm? Yes, yes, Muruti. Are you trying to make the relationship work when your heart is not really in it? You know, the relationships, my wife, they are high maintenance. Yeah, this guy, you struggle, you struggle with this woman. The next time she's moody, the next time she's like this, the next time this man is talking about paying money for the cousins and all that, which means you are no longer a priority. High maintenance. So check these things. Are you trying to make the relationship work at your own expense? These are key, guys, the four relationship areas. Ne? The biblical role as a man and a woman. I'm going to move quickly. Do both of you have biblical conviction of what it means to be a godly man or a godly woman? Biblical conviction. No, it's not enough. Say, no, I'm okay when I go to church, but are you God-fearing? 
are you in agreement about the role of husband and wife? Hmm? Roles. You must have a question of roles. Now, when you get married to me, what am I going to do? Oh, my wife, you're going to do everything. Happy, hmm? hmm. this, this is your job. You are my helper, happy. You're going to do everything. But the job is yours. He's coming to help you. The job is yours. You must be the one doing everything. Hmm. Hmm. So division of labor is important. During dating, people must see signs that you can... If I invite a kuhawana, uwana, oh, yes, cook lunch, yes, cook this. No, he's showing signs that this person can perform. You know that when you are married, this person, you are not going to do everything at home. You'll, you'll, you'll cook and you say, my wife, I'll wash the dishes. Uh, my wife, this, this, this week or this day, it's me who's cooking. But the challenge is when it's our turn to cook, Eva papaya mashife. Or papa and minced meat. And when they go all out to cook all stuff, let us be creative, guys. Ne? Number six, ladies, is this man someone you can respect, submit to, and love? You just hook to him, maybe because he's educated, maybe because he's got a lot of money, he's got businesses. These things, can this person, you know, can you love this person? Can you submit under this person? Men, are you currently initiating and leading in the relationship? In the dating, you must have a guy who will say, let's pray together. Let us fast. Let us read the book of Mark together. Let us read this book together. The guy must be in charge. The guy must be in charge. In our counseling session, we have women who are complaining and say, he doesn't do anything. School fees, you know, because he doesn't, you know. So, men take charge. Ne? Number eight, number seven, ne? are other people supportive of your relationship? This is important. Not all people must be against your relationship. Other people, and key, you must have the blessing of your parents. You must have the blessing of your parents, the blessings of your pastor. The blessings of your church. If the parents are, they can even be a voice and talk to your parents. So it's important. Number, I want to move quickly. Number eight, is sexual desire playing too big or too small a part in your decision? You know, when people want to jaha, they are fast, fast. Kibo vrpa, vrpa. You want to, vurpa, vurpa, vurpa. But this person, he's not ready. What is pushing him is sex. And they even quote the verses, no, pola rahopala nyala. Hmm? No, you cannot get married because Paul said, when you are struggling, marry. No, because in life, you are not with this woman every day. It's not about sex. Because one day she'll go abroad and go and study for a year, for six months, you are alone here. You'll mess up when no one is watching. So don't get married because you want to escape from this thing, the desire for sex. You know, because what, you know, marriage is not, it's not all sex. It's just, sex is 2%. 2%, only 2%. The rest, kiddy dishes, dijana, di school fees, sabana, di and all that, you know. 
today a wa mpulela le mati ke re la fna go ke ile bula ke re kolo ine senyegile ke tshaba so lenyalo marriage is a serious thing so you must be sober that is why we say the living the living living and one flesh thing how we start molinyalo you don't start the principles of living living and one flesh you start it as you are a single person you live which means you live a sin you connect to jesus live you live to god's principles jesus principles and one flesh the way you look ultimately barmar why karu o jesus why karu muruti why karu e those principles you work on while you are single and if you can do that when you get married it will be easy to live to live and be one flesh live there are people who wants to live physically but emotionally they don't live they are still longing for those onions and garlics of Egypt. They don't leave. You know go high, you know at home on Friday we eat madame bi white you eat and the husband will say no Jen go home. <laughs> yeah. So this is it. Has sexual desire fooled you into believing that your relationship is better than it really is? we spoke about it nine do you have any complicating entanglement from your past marriages and relationship i think my wife will touch on this past 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 tell your people your past tell totla we even we have free speech at home that we tell each other my children know my past and i tell them i was not saved when i was living in soweto when i had this when i had this i was not born again and one day i'll be forgetful that i told tuso this thing and i'll say hey tuso man you know you are the only son of mine i love you and tuso will say are you sure dad <laughs> because i told him about the stories in soweto no my son i never messed up to that extent all i'm saying is have free speech talk 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 if there are entanglements background eh? uh, soul ties and stuff my wife maybe will share something on it 10 do you know your partner's health and financial status and how it will impact your marriage guys health issues abona during our time bo muruti a nersia hore no are doctoring ba ofe bill of health gore nere tsepana nere tsaba modimo but the the times are changing the times are changing because there are sickness and disease that are crouching in now even when you are innocent you never did anything kana kongo is not the fault of anyone you don't know it's just like a person who's hiv positive or who got con contracted corona virus you know you can't blame him why no where did you go why do you have a virus they don't know but to be knowledgeable is to say let's go and test so that you come into marriage with a clean bill of health and if it's not clean you come into it knowing knowledge is power knowledge is power the application of knowledge is power so we we must know health status we must know financial status some people they are in serious debts that is why we, you must check this person hmm? check each other talk about educational background education and stuff my wife do you want to share just uh, or respond to those questions quickly yeah did you did you do you have something on unequally yoked yes or do not be unequally yoked i think do you see those animals there they are not the same 
Do you know that even when you are Christians, you can be unequally yoked? It's not about, do you have common interests? Are you compatible? There's a lot that you can mention. Yes, okay. Uh, unequally yoked, let's first talk about uh, young people. Uh, the word of God is very clear. Hore, risike ranyala Hey, it's strong, ne? Yeah. It's unequally yoked. But for some reason, these days, uh, we want to erode that principle. And then, you must go and give your life to the Lord. And, 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 and all these things that we do. Uh, but the main aim, Kuhore, we really want to get married. What we are saying as pastors, it's not a wise move to date an unbeliever. But you are going to work very hard. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just being honest. Because we are two different people and we come from two different backgrounds. Remember I said no one is perfect. So imagine when both of you at least salvation. So imagine if Unyetse somebody was at all. And then I pretend that in the house of God, and then after some time, he marries. And after half a year, I I I and then, you know, these things, they are very serious. But for some reason, our young people, we all want, and our young people should marry so that we are all stable and the kingdom of God can advance. But we don't just marry for the sake of marrying. And let us not bring unbelievers and then once you are married and then yes and remember is a lifetime commitment and what we are saying, Corey, you'll be forced to be on your knees all your life. Moranara, how many is an unbeliever? Pela liene umonse morena. Haro mutal. Sitting scripture. Sere o pele o bonse horuwe na unwa na mudim. Kabu pelo ba haota sokuluha. But watseba horuhubi maya to be married to an unbeliever. And then the next thing, you know, all this package. When you are in love with this person, it seems like it's minor things. But once you are inside, it becomes intense. Because when you are born again, you can't People should know that you are a child of God. But if this is a word of advice. We are saying, ask the Lord to give you a godly person. And then you will never have regrets. 
like everybody but Jesus is in the center of that family. So let us not be unequally yoked. And we married together. Let us also strive to be equally yoked. Okay, repulsive we are married, but issues of offering and giving in the church. Those issues together. And a family one lady, they are married, loving each other, the marriage is working. But there's one area they don't believe in tithing. The husband doesn't believe in tithing. Not at all. I until you get your own personal conviction. Because you try to convince somebody. Now the wife is doing it alone. So uh, recently the husband says, no, you know, I got a post, mama. But for some reason, HOD, Ohanaho, Saena. It has been that letter I moved on for five months now. I'm just acting, no one is paying me. Kere Boelagua Samolukis Are Lukis Semor Hokangulukisate. The house of God, Kereke Amudim, it's already finances. And we cannot pretend as if everything is okay. As partners, in our budget, our tithe and our offerings. You don't lose. Now I've never seen anybody losing when giving to the house of God. When giving to the people, you never lose. And in most cases, it's not tit for tat. No. But it is the right thing to do because you are showing your God how you love him. It's just a sign of appreciation. You know, my children, Geba, they are not in drugs. Those are signs of appreciation. Let us not allow ourselves as partners and even as singles. The whole day. It's actually not necessary. So let us give. Are equally yoked, even in terms of giving and offerings? Issues are chalete, di tuba malapa. Can we start seeing money as a commodity, as a transaction? If we can change our attitude, as a means to buy stuff, not as a means to control. Let us use money to buy that which we need as families, not as a means to control anybody. But let us use it. Respect as partners. I'm sure I was disappointed because you allowed this commodity transaction to separate us. But how can we make sure it doesn't separate us? Let us put God in the center of our finances. Let him be there. And then once then we can do all these other things. Let us work together as partners. I can say the finance model, dear Fapana. Baba ngui by Kenya Moketzim by Sheikha. Haina libizu. It depends on families. Yes. Yes. 
uh, maybe we forgot to highlight that we have people who don't hear Sotho, understand Sotho. Yeah, so we can still use both English and Sotho, but also accommodate those who, yeah, don't. Uh, more especially that you're speaking about finance, you see, I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what we are saying is, can we work together, allow money to work for us, not against us? Let us prioritize God and let us work together as partners and let us put our finances together. Treat it as one. Don't say this is my money. This is not your money. I don't know how we, we're doing that. But what we are saying is make it work for you. It should not work against you. Are we together? And let God be in the center of those uh, finances. Let us not control each other because of the amount of money that we have. See money as a commodity. And if we have that outlook and perspective about money, then our marriage will survive the test of time. Money should not control us. And then as women, I always say, there's this uh, lady, we were with the husband, and the husband buys something, swipes. After 10 minutes, what are you buying? <laughs> Issues of trust. What are you buying? She wanted to know what is the husband buying, which means she's the one in control of finances. It's fine. But let us allow, allow your partner to have access to those finances. Let, do not allow somebody to work and then he or she does not even have any say in the finances. It's, it's not necessary for marriages to break down because of finances. Once you have money issues in your heart, go and check your mirror and ask yourself, do I have money issues? Is money controlling my life? Do you have debts that your partner doesn't know about? And why did you do that? And be transparent about those matters. When you support your family, let your partner know that you are sending money to your family. Are we together Christians? Let us not be, let, let transparency rule. But if we are not transparent, we have these stock fails that the husband doesn't know of. We have, no, 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 no. It's just too much maintenance. Yes. <laughs> so let us, let us continue. And when we, when we deal with money matters, let us try to balance the scales. Do not just do for your family and your partner's family never receive anything. Let, let us learn to be fair. They say there's this couple, the husband, they were at a pick and pay. The husband was busy buying. The trolley getting fuller and fuller. And the wife said, my dear, why are you buying so much grocery? And the husband said, I'm buying for my mother. Oh, okay. And he continued. And then the wife said, no, can we reduce this grocery? And then the husband went on, I take it out. And then when it was just 10 items fell, the husband says, are you, are you sure? Is this the grocery you want me to buy for my mother? She says, yeah. Oh, okay. He went, he paid. From the shop, the car goes to the lady's mother. And the, husband, uh, the lady said, honey, where are we going? And the husband says, to my mother. No, but it's like you are going to my mother. Yes, your mother is my mother. <laughs> so <laughs> I was buying this grocery for our mother. Who is your mother? And then the wife said, no, but you didn't tell me. You did not tell me because we shouldn't have reduced that grocery. How sad it is. 
it is very safe. So what we are saying is, let us try to balance skills and try to be fair as a wife and also as, as a partner. Let us involve each other when coming to money matters. Do not take money without the knowledge of your partner and you give it to your family. Do not agree to your sisters that you will buy their children uh, clothes without involving your partner. And if your partner says no, it's a no. Don't call your sister and say, you know what, I wanted to buy, but my wife, my wife says no. And if she says no, it's a no. What you are doing is you are creating animosity between the two parties. You just say, I'm sorry, we cannot manage to buy that. We, not I. Are we together? We. So take ownership and protect your, part, your partner. And both families, it can be ladies' family or it can be your husband's family. You are the leader, you are the one to protect your partner against external forces. You are the one to protect them against the external forces. Uh, some years ago, my, my husband got an accident. It was a very bad accident. And when we got at the hospital, I got the same time with my sister-in-law. And, and when I got there, uh, my, sister, my sister said, uh, can you go out and it's only me and my brother. And then Lavi said, actually, you are the ones who are supposed to go out. And I, I still believe even today, she didn't mean bad. She just wanted maybe blood space. <laughs> you know, that blood space. But my husband proved to them that the blood of Jesus and the bloodline of husband and wife is stronger. And that's how it's supposed to be. Anyway, it's, it's, it's scripture. So let us protect each other. Let us work our finances together. If I don't have money, my husband should give me money. If he doesn't have money, I must say, Lavi, how is your account? I'm going to transfer money to you. Whatever that we do, let us do it together. There's no reason to compete because money, we, shall, we are going to leave it in this world. And then we shall have sacrificed such an important relationship. And that is marriage. God bless you. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, we are busy answering those questions that are coming. And part of what you are saying, it was a response to questions that you post through these papers. An interesting one, if I'm not working, does that mean I don't have to marry? Lebala. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not sure who asked this question, whether it's a man or a woman. But we are saying, let us, we will extend grace. But the truth is, if you are not working, there are many variables. What is the reason why you are not working? Are you lazy? Or is unemployment? And uh, what do you hope to achieve in terms of progress? in marriage, because when you marry, you need money. Money answers everything. It's an answer to everything. So if you don't work, come and get prayer and get strategies on how you can find employment, how you can commit in terms of voluntary work. You know, when you volunteer to help somebody, to help a church, do you know that God will bless you? Amen. Yeah. So just be seen to be doing something. 
but there are people who are not working and then they, they hardly send a CV or come to church or their zone pastor and say, this is my CV, what can I do? Be transparent, play an open game. Murut, I want to get married, but I'm not working. What can I do? And Muruti will ask you important questions. How far did you read in terms of uh, uh, academic qualification, your studies and stuff? And where do you want to work? Sometimes you find that a person did not qualify to that extent, he, and he wants a job that cannot be guaranteed in his life. So the voice of wisdom will say, no, just get to work somewhere else and, and, and God will bless you. You know, you start small and God will pick you up. At home, we have a lady who's working for us. She's got the teacher certificate, but she's coming to clean, to wash the dishes, to do what? Don't say, no, I'm, I have a certificate. And already that connection is saying to us, we must do something about it because we are teachers ourselves, we know teachers, we know this, we know that, we are likely to make a plan. But you must be seen to lift a finger. Don't just say, I'm not working, but I want to marry. If you are a man, Lawala is needed. No Mosadi for Mahala. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't, you can't. I think the, the, the culture of Lawala is saying, are you strategically positioned to support, to supply, to protect, to give, to do this financially and otherwise? So I think it's a, it's a good culture, but you must work. If you think we did not answer this question well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you, Maruti. Mm. Baby, go, going back to, to the Garden of Eden, eh? God provided work first before wife. So if a person does not work and he can't buy himself food, after marrying, what are you going to eat, the two of you? So Adam had to work first before Eve came into the picture. Okay, so I think that's it. Okay, another question says, can you all kindly explain what, explain in detail what dating dating is. Okay. So dating or courtship, I don't know what, what term, what term, what term do you use? But answered, okay. But the issue is there's no relationship that must take place directionless without any goal, without when we just come together and hold hands and go and eat ice cream and come back and look at each other in the eye and then and then a year passes and then a second year again here we are we are still holding hands and we uh, where are we going what's the purpose of this relationship so dating or courtship is mainly the period of preparing yourself. Once we discover we love each other, then we start a process of preparing ourselves. So that's basically that is the, the uh, courtship. But then probably the question might be saying, what am I expected to do or not to do during this period? Okay. It's, it's like, like Maruti was saying, or there was this... this uh, uh, the distance, the holiness distance or so. You are not yet husband and wife while you are still courting, okay? You still have some restrictions because you are not married. You are not going to get involved or get engaged in the husband and wife issues while you are not yet pronounced husband and wife. So issues so we will sleep together like married people, it's a big no-no during courtship, during dating, okay? So the moment, this is what you normally say in this case, the moment you get involved in a relationship, let us know so that we will help you, we will guide you. Any relationship that is a secret, it's a no-no. 
Why do you? I get we are preparing ourselves. Kuna lunga na zenang preschool secretly. So yeah, preschool is pre preparing himself. Eh? At times we, we literally take hold her by the hand and hand her over. Go go preschool. So when I was in a secretly preschool, you are going to end up mess, <laughs> messing your life up. So that's basically what courtship is. And during this, this period, don't, don't meet, don't, don't meet in areas Publicly, it's, it's okay. When we meet, when I know these two people are in love and I meet them, there's nothing like, oh, pastor. <laughs> because badly, I know, I know they're in a relationship. So why, why should they hide? Why should I worry? I want, eh? But then the next thing they find themselves, even like if you see Uba in a dark room, eh? when you are in courtship, even if you are in a room, open the door. Lead you together. But let the door be open. Every person I fit, But then when you start closing the door, and then the next thing, close the curtain, and then the next thing, switch off the light. <laughs> So basically, it's a, it's a period for preparation, okay? It's not a period where you are going to act a father or a mother. Listen to this. You cannot be a father before you are pronounced a husband. It is wrong, okay? This is not to condemn any person. If you have gone that way, that way it's okay, but then let's learn from, from other people's mistake. Don't say you learn from your, your own, Okay? You don't become a mother before you are pronounced a wife. Amen. A wife first, and then a mother. Yeah. A husband first. Baby shower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we post it on, on Facebook, and we are happy about it. Let me address this. <laughs> Let me tell you, it is wrong that you have a baby shower, and you're not married, you are putting it on Facebook and you expect us to support what that is. It is totally wrong. I totally disagree. And you fellow Christians attending baby showers of such, you are promoting that. And I'm not happy about that. You understand? Because it's totally wrong. We can't. Look, we don't crucify the baby. We accept the baby. We'll even dedicate the baby. You know, but we will never accept the eh? baby shower. Yeah. yeah, the baby shower. You know, come, we're having but, a baby shower. Give baby shower, ma, you know. Uh, uh. You know, so banale baby shower. I mean, it's we don't accept that. And all members of God's tabernacle, just know this. This is my heart. I am against that. I'm against you as members attending and promoting baby showers of people that are having babies outside of marriage. I am totally against that. Amen. Just wanted to address that. Okay. While, while you're standing here, okay. I get it. There's a picture that everybody loves. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The couple, when I'm pregnant, I get, and then you, you show it, I get, it's a, it's a lovely thing, eh? it's a beautiful thing, mm. when it's done by husband and wife. Mara we are telling the world, something that I was not supposed to do, but I'm so proud of it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's it's well understood. I get it. We we really don't want to 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 you you coming. We really don't want to 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 condone anything that is unscriptural. Mm. Like Maruti is saying, we really can't we, we can't condemn babies. Mm. They are 
innocent souls, mm. okay? And this is not to condemn any person. If you didn't know, know from today, mm. okay? It's a, it's a nice thing when things are done in order, you know? But then when, when they are done behind the scenes and then we go there and, you know, help to, to, to promote. If a person does not deserve baby shower, it doesn't. No, that's Because it's easy. It's fine. I, will, I can just buy a gift myself and give it. You can buy a gift. So-and-so can buy a, a gift. Let's give. Let's, let's shower that baby. But we can't make a party out of it. Because it's a disgrace. We've stolen. How can you call people come and celebrate what I've stolen? Sorry, Muruti. Amen. Yeah. I know it, it really gets emotional as a mother and as Muruti, a lady pastor. You, like, yeah, it's touching. And I get we don't want our younger people to copy wrong things. And it's like we are saying it's okay. Ne? And no condemnation. And then the other thing, Ruth Erlebetsungwaya Kiaona Kia, Hudula Moho. Yeah, cohabitation. Bishop Okore Zwanting, Arwa Mona, Wa Morata, Wa Munyala, Orobalalen. Ke oda. Udula Anzaba Hoputsayona, young people. Wa Mona, Wa Morata, Wa Munyala, Orobalalen. Arakali, Gie Haisimuliko, Kafo, Ebenea, go one. Rikala Hantle Koluye, it's a my Hantle. You see, oh, you love, you date, you pay lobola, and you, may, you marry and have sex. Not the other way around. Like the world has eroded God's principles. And we are the ones, elderly people, to uphold them. Because if we don't uphold them, then the church is going to be so confused. And our young people are going to be confused. And we are not standing here with Mamuruti and all the pastors condemning anybody. But it is our responsibility to correct the church. Because the Bible says it is our responsibility as pastors to make sure that the bodies of Christ is prepared for the second coming. It is our role to prepare the members of the body of Christ. But if we don't say these things, or because when we say them, people are uncomfortable, and then they leave the church, then something is wrong. Because it means we are not ready to be corrected. And the Bible says, if you don't want correction, then you have a problem. So, we are not doing cohabitation. Mzalwana, we don't do cohabitation. It does not matter the reasons. You know, we are staying together, Mamruti, because the rent is expensive. So, we want to share the rent. You know, we want, we are going to get married. Let me tell you, once you cohabit, uh, cohabit with any person, that person will never marry you. If they marry you, the marriage does not last. Because what you do is, they say, why should you buy a cow if you get the milk for free? Tavne. Why should you buy a cow if you get the milk for free? And let me say this, ladies. Can we put a price on ourselves and say, as a lady, as a woman of God, as a young lady, I will not allow myself to be treated cheap. You are not cheap. You are a woman of God. Because once they think that you are one of the cheap ones, 
then you have actually degraded yourself. And you are so expensive. You have been bought with a price. Remember that. And you cannot allow yourself to cohabit with anybody. Our young uh, men do not cohabit with young ladies. You know what? What is happening these days? Young ladies, they, they don't have breaks. They go. They forward. You, you are wasting my time. I'm here. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.